Hi, I'm Debbie Harbeck, and I'm a certified life coach working with women in midlife and through the menopause transition. So each week, I'll be sharing the latest information, inspiration, and generate some momentum so you can move forward and feel more in control of your changing midlife body and your life. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to the Midlife Momentum Podcast, and welcome to a brand new year. We just started 2024, and this is the very first episode of the year. And in keeping with the beginning of the year, I know a lot of us start the year with resolutions or at least ideas to do things differently, especially when it comes to our bodies, when it comes to exercise, when it comes to weight. It's a very common time of year to decide to do things differently. And weight loss is a big piece of that. A lot of people end up coming to me at the beginning of the year because they want to lose weight. And that's okay as a goal. However, I don't look at weight loss as a goal. I look at weight loss as a byproduct of things that you're doing every single day. And those should be the smaller goals along the way that we're actually focused on. So what I want to share with you today are five ways, five places to put your focus so that you don't have to focus on weight loss because when you focus on weight loss you're focused on a scale you're focused on a number and that number can mean so many different things and that number doesn't tell you how healthy you are how fit you are how smart you are it doesn't tell you anything about really who you are and yet we put so much weight on that weight number So what I want to do is zoom out of that. It's okay to have that number in the background, but what I want to do is focus on the smaller things, the daily things that you're doing so that weight loss can be a byproduct of what you're doing daily. So there are five different things I think you can do that are better than having a weight loss goal. The first one that I want to share is to start with one habit, one little habit every week or even every two weeks. So that habit could be to get to bed at a certain time earlier probably, or you wake up earlier, you can eat a salad with supper, or you go for a 15 minute walk after supper, or take maybe some conscious breaths before getting out of bed. You just pick one really simple habit, something you feel very confident that you'll be able to do fairly easily, something ideally that doesn't take a lot of time, maybe five minutes or less if you can quantify it that way. Because all of these things, when we add them up, if you're starting a new habit every week, that means 52 new habits a year, or even every two weeks, that's 26 new habits a year. And if you add that all up, you'll be able to get to the weight loss that you want to get. But like I said, focusing on the weight loss is kind of this fuzzy big thing, and it's very overwhelming, and it doesn't say a lot about who you are or what you're doing. So making it achievable, pick one simple habit to start with today and decide, am I doing it for a week or two weeks? And then add another simple habit. It doesn't matter really what it is. It's just that you keep doing it and keep building on it. The second thing I would suggest is to tune into your body. So start by asking yourself some simple questions each day. You can start with just one question like, am I really hungry? Or do I feel satisfied when it's after a meal? You can avoid overeating and taking in more energy than you need just by asking yourself a simple question before or after you eat. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. You just start getting to know your body signals and that can really make all the difference. 
And you can also tune into yourself to see if you're really tired or maybe you're just trying to avoid exercise. So a lot of times I have clients come to me and say, well, I didn't get this exercise done because I, I felt exhausted, but yet I felt really guilty that I didn't do it. Well, asking yourself this question beforehand can really help you. So before the exercise, before the time you're supposed to do it, you can ask yourself, am I tired? Am I really tired? Or do I just not feel like doing this right now? So check in with yourself. Yes, you won't always get it 100% right every single time, but at least you're tuning into what does tired really feel like and what does avoidance feel like? Or you can check in with your stress just by noticing tension in your body. And you can do that even every hour and just consciously release it in a few breaths. So little simple things. Your body is such a great instrument, even right now in midlife, even when it seems like things are up and down and you're on a bit of a roller coaster ride. If you really pay attention, it will tell you the truth. To practice this, just have yourself that one question, maybe doing it daily, asking that question every day, just like the last habit, either doing it once a week or maybe every two weeks changing up the question and adding those up over the, the whole span of this coming year. Imagine what you could be able to do. The third thing I would suggest is to use your physical strength to measure success. Instead of relying on weight, which I mentioned doesn't tell you how fit or strong or healthy you are, measure your strength. So test yourself each month. Maybe you test how much weight you can do for 10 bicep curls. So maybe you're doing five pounds on each arm. At the end of the month, notice what you can do on each arm for 10 bicep curls. See if you can see the difference in that strength or how long you can hold a plank. Do it at the beginning of the month. Do it at the end of the month. Notice how you've progressed, how many push-ups you can do, or how long you can run for, or how fast you can walk a mile. These are all really good things to implement that you can challenge yourself with, that you can test at the beginning of the month, and then again at the end of the month, and then see your progress. And just seeing that progress can really motivate you to keep moving forward. And I would just pick, if you're gonna do something like this, just pick one or two things every month that you can work towards. Not to overwhelm your, you, you just wanna you know, do something every month. The fourth thing I would suggest is to strengthen yourself emotionally. So we know that when our emotional health is stronger, our bodies usually follow that. So how you're thinking and talking to yourself matters. I just heard this said, and it helped me so much when I heard it. It's what you're spelling out actually casts a spell so that the words you use actually cast a spell. So if you want to have a positive spell that's cast over your life, use words that spell kindness or spell aspiration, something that, towards where you want to go. So to help you here, I find that writing stuff down also really works at the beginning or the end of the day or both. I love the five minute journal for this. Maybe you've already seen this, but writing anything for five minutes is a great way to clean out your brain and then intentionally write affirmations or things that you're grateful for. Even if it's just one thing a day, your mental health will slowly start to improve. You'll have more motivation. You'll see things in a more positive light. And most likely you'll lose that weight that you no longer need to carry around with you. So mental health, really good. 
The last one I would say, number five, is to keep learning. So you may be in midlife, but there's still so much to learn. As they say, and as I I believe, the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. So create a simple goal of reading or listening to one book a month that will teach you something new. There's even those apps that have like a synopsis of each book for like 15 minutes each. So you can learn a whole bunch and every day you could listen to one of those. Whatever you decide to do, you could take a course that sounds interesting or exciting to you. Or you can even talk to somebody, somebody that's older than you and ask them about their life. There are so many learning opportunities everywhere you look, and you can choose what you let into your brain, but you can also choose what you don't let into your brain. So if you're in the habit of listening to things that bring you down, consider switching that stuff off or listening to it less at least. When you listen to or read things that build you up or activate your mind, you're much more likely to feel like you're growing as a person. And when you feel that way, you're more likely to want to take care of other aspects of your life and more likely to lose the weight you want to lose. So following these five things, I would say those should be your focus instead of just the weight. The weight is the background things. The scale is not helping you lose weight. And weight loss isn't about checking in with the scale. It's simply a byproduct of the small choices you make every day. And As a coach, I do all these things with my clients. I help them create and integrate new habits and keep them accountable. And I help them get in touch with their body signals and learn to trust their bodies. And I help my clients create and stay on track with strength challenges or gaining more emotional awareness. And I help them decide on the things they want to learn and strengthen and decide on the things that aren't serving them and that they want to let go of. So by putting your focus on all these things, all all these small, simple habits that you can cultivate, you will be more in control. And as a byproduct, your weight, your health, your fitness will all get better. So I just want to put it out there that if you're looking to work for a coach in 2024, or you're even just curious about it, all you need to do is book a short call with me and we can assess what you want and what you need to do to get there. There's a link in the show notes that you can book a call with me. It's always there. It's always free. So please just go ahead and do that. And with that, I just want to thank you once again for listening to this episode today. I am super grateful you chose to join me for this very first podcast episode of 2024. And if you enjoyed it or you learned something today, I'd love you to rate it on Apple or Spotify or whatever platform you're using to listen. I really do appreciate it. And I'll be back next week with a guest and a fresh new episode. So keep moving forward and bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Midlife Momentum Podcast. If you want to learn more about working with me, come visit me at debbieharbeckcoaching.com. That's Debbie, I-E, Harbeck with a C, coaching.com. See you next week.